Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Globe Hopping. Before we get into the interview with Adam and Alex about their trip to Italy, just a couple of quick things. The first thing, just a shout out to our affiliates at travelingforlife.com, traveling, the number four, life.com. If you're planning on going anywhere, it's a great website to check out beforehand. They have lots of tips and advice on traveling and how to prepare for traveling, so go check them out. Second of all, if you would like to support the show, you can visit fsproductions.squarespace.com. There's a donate tab on the website. You can give me money directly if you want. My email's on there, so you can send me money via PayPal if you want. Um, If you're doing any Amazon shopping, there's a link on the website there. If you do your Amazon shopping through there, it won't cost you anything extra, but I will get a little kickback from Amazon. And... Lastly, if you don't have any money or you're not doing any shopping, if you could just write a review, write a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere where you listen to it. It helps me get more exposure to get the show to as many people as possible. Um, With that being said, I hope you enjoy episode two of Globe Hopping. This is Globe Hopping with Froggy Style and Biggie. So welcome back to another episode of Globe Hopping. Uh, This week we have Alex and Adam with us uh, and we're going to talk about their trip to Italy. So yeah, let's get this started. Um, so I guess the first question is, why did you decide to go to Italy? Italy. Uh, we checked on Skyscanner for where it was cheap to fly to, and Italy was way up there. I think it was. It was the cheapest, the cheapest place. place in Europe. Yeah. The cheapest place off this continent. That's exactly why we went. How much was the flight? It was 690 return. That's pretty good. It was excellent. Yes. Wow. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. So it's kind of just on a whim. We were just like looking one night and we're poor. So that's what we decided to do. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds exactly how I chose Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why'd you go with three weeks? Because you guys were there for quite a while. That's true. I think because you know how like, because it ended up being not even like that convenient because we ended up leaving on like a like a Thursday and then coming back like a Monday or something and it was really just because those were the days that it was cheapest to go and come back well it's so. definitely <laughs> definitely like a once in a lifetime yeah, kind of thing yeah. Yeah. Worked by budget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure there's nothing wrong with that yeah <laughs> did you guys book any of the hotel or accommodations beforehand or did you just kind of fly oh, there and hope no <laughs> <laughs> actually no we booked the first place that we were going to stay like a day before we went and then, so we had our place when we first got to Florence, and then, and then everything else was kind of just as we went along. So you flew into Florence. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. Where did yeah. you go after that? From Florence, we well, we I guess went to Amsterdam first because we were there for 
I think eight hours, eight hours on our way there. So we were in Amsterdam for like the day and then quick flight from there to Florence. And then we were in Florence for two days, mm -hmm. I think, three days. And that was enough time we felt to see like the Duomo and um, I can't remember what the other thing is called now. The, the Uffizi? Uffizi. Yeah. I wanted to say Uzi, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the Uffizi? Just a bunch of art. It's like two floors, like a huge museum. And most of them I like didn't know. Like it looked really cool and there was like big marble statues everywhere. Um, but there was a couple, like there was like a there was a couple like Botticellis and Da Vinci's there, like original. Really? So that was really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was all like Renaissance era. Okay. Mm -hmm. So wasn't like MoMA or anything. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> did you get, uh, when you were in Amsterdam, did you have a lot of time to walk around? Like, you had eight hours, but did you actually get out of the airport? Oh, yeah, fully. Because the airport has the train station, like, attached to it. So Solid. when you land in the airport, you go through your, you don't even have to go through a checkout, really. It's just like you get off the plane and walk over to the underground monorail thing and then that takes you into Amsterdam Central and then that's where most of the happening stuff is. You so kind of puttered around a little we bit? Just kind of walked yeah. around, yeah. We were there between like 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. so it was like the perfect time frame to be there for. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, a great day. Yeah, it was <laughs> it so was nice. Yeah. It was a lot of walking. And did you guys go through there on your way back here to Calgary? Yeah, we went back. Both ways. Yeah, okay, both ways. okay. Yeah. Well, we we'll come... Oh, sorry, go considerably ahead. Considerably longer the second time through. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll cover that a little bit later. Did yeah. you sample anything of what Amsterdam is famous for? Yeah, both times. The cheese. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. KLM, the airline supplied uh, wonderful cheese sandwiches. Oh, I'm obsessed <laughs> with that airline now. So good. Nice. <laughs> it sounds lame, but they were actually like organic bread and like luxury mayonnaise slash honey mustard spread and solid. Have you guys ever flown on KLM ever before? No, no. It was like the fanciest, like artsiest airline. Their whole, you know, like the safety video that they show you mm -hmm. before your flight, that whole video on KLM flights were, um, it was like the flight attendant actress was, visiting an artist in his studio and then he like drew out and animated the whole safety video really it was so yeah. cool yeah that's yeah. really neat i think yeah. it's like i think it's a dutch dutch airline mm -hmm. so it's all very dutch and done on like <laughs> the, the like blue on white background stylings and oh it was cool it was a yeah. great airline that's, that's cool. pretty neat <laughs> so and, uh to answer your question in a serious sense yes <laughs> <laughs> It was neat because you just like walk into a cafe and they've got like their coffee menu or whatever and then they've got their weed menu and you just browse through it and you they've got them all organized by strength and the strain and all of that and you just say I want this one they give it to you in a little bag and you're like great thank you <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly then, how it goes yeah, <laughs> and, you, and then you'd smoke the drugs 
So, like, the rumor... Because I heard a rumor that if you're not a citizen of Amsterdam, you are no longer allowed to partake. But that, I guess well, that's what we heard that too. May but be true, but yeah, nobody's enforcing that. No. Maybe clearly, <laughs> clearly, it's it's fine. Yeah. It was kind of unclear because we googled. Like I was kind of nervous. I didn't know like where we were allowed to do it and where we weren't, and like under what circumstances. So we googled it, and there's just like no clear answer. Like technically, it's not even really legal there. Hmm. It's just kind of like a. It's there and like kind of undecided, and it's fine though. <laughs> so, you couldn't seem to find a definitive answer mm-hmm. on like, can I walk down the street and just smoke weed? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. It was, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. They also had uh, all of the shops that sold bongs and things like that also sold mushrooms. Really? You can just get mushrooms from a store there. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I, I like that. That's <laughs> it's very liberal. You can go window shopping for prostitutes. They have the weirdest shops there. They have like specialty condom shops where there's like, what? yeah, like there was this one shop and it was like a specialty rubber duck shop. So you could get all these different themed rubber ducks. And it's literally like a whole store. And then wow. beside like, name, it is name a, a bunch character. of... Mickey Mouse. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and really? Then, yeah. And then beside it was a similar thing, but for condoms, <laughs> which was really interesting. Yeah, was interesting. Like, they're characters on the condoms? Yeah, yeah, and they're, like, built into different shapes and, like, have different things sticking out of them. That's interesting. Really? Yeah. Different colors. Real weird. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> that yeah. Fascinating. And they had, like, big bay windows for you to, like, walk by and, like, view these things. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there'd be novelty in that the first time that you use it, and then after that, you'd be like, I don't know. This yeah, is and they're weird. Yeah. I'm not yeah. yeah, exactly. I just paid, like, $20 for this condom. Yeah. And I'm using it once. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now my penis is a guy with a nose piercing and a mohawk. This yeah. is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so after Florence, where did you head to? Mm, Florence, we went to Luca. I went believe. to Luca. So is that north or south? It's north, east, south, northwest. West. Northwest, okay. Yeah. And did you guys <clears throat> drive? Or? No, we took trains everywhere because they're so convenient. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that sort of the most common way to travel? I think it so. It seemed like it. Yeah. It was just, it was so convenient. It was affordable. And affordable, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't cheap, but it was it was affordable. Like, how how much, just out of curiosity? Oh, man. In Canadian dollars. We had a huge Actually, range. I'm thinking from, so, from, like, Venice to Naples, which is pretty far. I think it was, like, a six-hour train ride. That was about probably like 120 Canadian dollars. No, it was like 160 euro. Oh, oh was it? Yeah. So oh, about each. 200. That's harsh. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like a pretty long, but I mean, you compare that, that, that to like us flying to yeah, like exactly. Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And if yeah. you like took the train here, I'm sure it's like no cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> like, for oh, sure. Yeah. If not, it's way more expensive. It's yeah. probably much more expensive yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. more of like a luxury thing, whereas there it's like a getting places thing. I just need to get there. Yeah. For God's sake. Was the train like nice? Like. They were really nice. Oh yeah, it was great. They had, you know, you've got a little table and some of them had compartments. I think maybe that was just the first one that we were on. We might have gotten onto the wrong class of car. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize. Who cares? It was <laughs> well. The tickets were all printed in Italian, and like we shouldn't have gone there without learning some Italian, but we certainly did. <laughs> and 
We couldn't seem to figure out, like, is there seats or, like, anything on here? Well, we'll just get on and if somebody comes by, then they'll tell us what to do. And we, like, stumbled into a train car and it was one of those Harry Potter-style private box things where you can, like, close the door and there's little blinds that we could close. So obviously we did that and then we just slept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. But awesome. <laughs> all of our other train experiences, it was uh, maybe four seats facing each other and then a little table in the middle, and there's like iPod chargers and stuff. I think they had Wi-Fi probably. Mm -hmm. I didn't even check. Yeah, and they always have like a cart or like a a whole cart somewhere in the train that just has like food and drinks and stuff. So you just go in there, and it's like the bar cart. The bar cart. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> so once you were in Luca, what did you get up to? Was there any particular sites that you wanted to see there? The biggest thing in Luca, it's such like a small town. And so the only like thing that stands out in Luca is that it has like this huge wall that goes around the town and you can like bike on the wall and like walk on it and stuff. So there's just like, you can see Luca on one side of it and then like big rolling fields. That's and pretty beautiful. All this stuff on the other side yeah. and there's like a bunch of pathways that go around and you can ride around the whole town in like an hour. Yeah, it's like, like it's super small. A four kilometer ride all the way around the town. Cool. All yeah. around, like, just a wall. Yeah. That's yeah. And the wall is Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. It, it's probably the size of a two lane highway mm -hmm. along the top of the wall. Oh, so there's but room. It's all, but it's all like there's green spaces on the side with like nice huge trees and then there's a path in the middle and it's all just pedestrian. It's like cool. a park yeah. around the top of the wall. And yeah. I guess like back in ancient times or whatever, um, <laughs> Luca was trying to remain a sovereign nation inside of Italy, which is why they had this huge elaborate wall because, you know, that stopped people at times like yeah. that <laughs> from getting <laughs> Disturbing well, we you. got this wall, so yeah. you guys better screw up. <laughs> well, Italy's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have the wall. Well, we can't do anything about that. In our travel book, it said that it's remained like the safest place in Italy to like ever be. Like yeah. the most peaceful place in Italy. Really? Because the wall has just like kept it secluded. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and all the people there were so nice. And it was just like really quiet. Like a very, it's, it's a walkable town so everybody there just kind of walks you can drive on the few roads that there are but like most of italy it was just kind of like narrow little walkways mm -hmm. did you find that most of the people that you met were really nice or did you ever encounter like any i don't know animosity towards you being tourists or was it all fairly friendly all the locals were really nice yeah it seemed like it seemed like everybody was super nice we saw some like graffiti in a few places that we went that seemed kind of like anti-tourist, <laughs> but directly to us, everybody was real nice. Oh, yeah. then, then that's beautiful. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> was there, we, we really didn't run into any problems not speaking Italian. That's kind of like English is a de facto second language mm -hmm. there, I guess. So. Awesome. Did you ever feel like unsafe at all in Italy, like in any area? Do you know um, what I mean? Like being in like an area and being like, this is kind of sketchy. <laughs> I hated Naples yeah, so Naples, much. Naples. Yeah, Naples. Why? For sure. I hated it. Why? Because it, <laughs> it was, uh, so it was the first thing I noticed when we got there is that it's so loud <laughs> because when we were in, so Florence, um, 
you can drive in certain parts of the city but they have a whole like center part of the city where there's no cars allowed at certain times at most times and then Luca there's very little driving Cinque Terre doesn't allow cars Venice no doesn't allow cars, cars. <laughs> so it was very quiet and then we got to Venice or we got to Naples and there's just like roads everywhere and so many people driving and like honking and yelling at each other and then the roads are like covered in trash and um it was just like really loud and gross and then <laughs> and then uh i don't know there was like i didn't feel like unsafe i just like it was probably the the place where i felt the least amount of safe okay yeah. the least comfortable yeah it was kind of like, how i imagine like the the bad parts of new york being or something is what naples was like okay yeah did you go to naples after luca yeah well oh, we yeah, went we to got there. We went to Florence, to Luca, to Cinque Terre, to Venice, to Naples. Yeah. To Florence. Yeah. Okay, so you pretty much made your way all the way around the entire country. Wow. Yeah. Or like, like all south? I have no idea. I literally yeah. have no clue. Yeah, it's the northern. Yeah, that Naples was the northern? furthest south we went, which is pretty south. Like, it's south of Rome. Okay. But we still had, like, the whole bottom part of the boot that we missed. Okay. So we wanted yeah. to go to Sicily, but we obviously didn't have enough time. Of mm -hmm. Just a three-week trip. That's the, like, island yeah. in, the, in yeah. the south. Did you ever go? You didn't make your way to Rome? No, we skipped Rome altogether. Why? Which I'm kind of glad about. Um, We... It was just like so busy. We thought we would keep it in our plans if we decided to go. Um, but even for it being April and not being peak season, it was still so busy everywhere that we went. Um, so then we figured like there were things that we might want to see in Rome, like the Trevi Fountain or the Colosseum or something, but it would be more just to see them. But the experience might kind of suck because yeah. it's just like so busy all the time in Italy. You're probably <laughs> waiting like three hours in line just yeah. to see the Colosseum. Like, yeah. I, I hadn't thought about it ahead of time, but of course there's going to be like three hour lines to get into some of these world-renowned museums yeah. to see mm -hmm. famous and just, like, sculptures and paintings like obviously that's the case I just it didn't occur to us yeah. beforehand and like big tour groups and actually super weird at a bunch of the different uh the places that you can see like all the churches and the famous statues and museums and stuff most of them have signs that specifically say no selfie sticks yeah. <laughs> really and they have like yeah. icons for it yeah and it's like a person holding a stick good. with a phone that's great yeah. seriously <laughs> that's fantastic yeah you don't want all these people walking around just like oh. no but it just seems so weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the selfie sticks man yeah there so was a lot of, of them anyways everywhere. but Mm -hmm. Oh man. <laughs> what was uh, Cinque Terre like? Oh, that was probably that was probably my favorite part of Italy, I'd say, was Cinque Terre. Why? It's uh it's just it's five little towns and there's no roads that go between them. There's footpaths and the train line runs between them. But you can't drive there. You just can't do it. There's no roads. And they're right on the coast. And they're all just like beautifully painted buildings and nice coastal landscapes. And they're like in the side of mountains with vineyards and orchards all around them. It was just, it was such a beautiful place. It was like being in a painting. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Kind of picturesque. Yeah. And so we, in Cinque Terre, we got our hotel in 
Rio, uh, I'm gonna butcher Rio Maggiore. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, kind of the first town on the south. And that's where we got our hostel, hotel, whatever. And we just kind of hung around there on the first day and thought like, well, this is cool. Maybe we'll just we'll just walk over to the second town too and check that one out. I mean, it's not very far. They gave us a map at the tourist location, and they've got a series of paths. I think there's the blue path and the red path, and there might have been another one. The blue path is just like a nice flat, paved pathway that goes all the way along the coast and visits all of the towns and. You know, you could do it with your children or in a wheelchair, or if you only have one leg, you could probably <laughs> hop it fine. And the red path on the map is just like right beside it, and it follows it just like right beside it every turn, all the way around. But apparently, the red path goes over a mountain. <laughs> and the blue path was closed, and the lady at the tourist desk was just like, Yeah, it's fine, you know, the blue path's closed. Just just take the red path if you want to get to the second place. And we were like, cool, yeah, thanks. We can totally do that. It looks fine. And we start walking, and it's just like steep steps going up for two hours. Oh. <laughs> and it does this really trippy thing because you're surrounded by like vineyards and they grow a lot of lemons and oranges just everywhere around there. And it does this really trippy thing where you keep thinking that you're going to get to the top of the mountain and then you climb up that final step to see the top and you're like, oh shit, I have another one. <laughs> and then you just start walking again. And when we got to the top, it was beautiful, but it just murdered us. We were so dead. Yeah, it took a solid like two hours. <laughs> Which was not anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> she we did were, not we hint thinking, at all. We were thinking like, blue path sounds nice. Red path, well, it's probably going to be a little bit tougher. It's red after all, but <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing that we can't handle. <laughs> so by the time we got to the second town, we had to like sit down and eat and rest and recuperate for like an hour before we could take the train back to the first one. <laughs> I was going to ask if you took the path back. No, no, no. <laughs> that wasn't happening. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, like, Italy is obviously famous for its food, I feel at least. Mm. So how was the food? Mm. Ugh. It was so, it was so good. <laughs> it, was it it's as like good as they make it seem? Yeah, it's like yeah, everything truly. you could ever imagine. So their breakfasts are really boring. So they, like their traditional breakfast is usually just like a pastry or two and then your coffee. Um, but we're really big breakfast people and I need a lot to get me through a day. So every morning we had pizza for breakfast and then we would have pasta for dinner. So it was like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect meal plan <laughs> while we were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah. And it was probably, um, I thought the best, actually Naples, as much as like I didn't like the city, the food was incredible there. It's like they had great pizza and it was so cheap. It was the cheapest place to eat for sure. And he had his like favorite pizza that he's ever had in his whole life in well, Naples. Was Sor Sorbilos, mm -hmm. I think it was called, which is like the best apparently the best pizza place in naples and has been for 15 or 100 years or something uh so we went to check it out and there was a bit of a wait to get in it was 10 or 15 minutes and 
we got margarita pizza. I think I got margarita with ham or something like that, but it was just, crust was perfect. The sauce was perfect. It's just, <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> In the shower, I think about it. <laughs> Trying to sleep at night, I think about it. <laughs> Can't describe it. What was your favorite pasta dish that you had? <laughs> Mine was in Florence. Uh, Florence actually ended up being like pretty cheap for food too. The only places that were more expensive were like Venice or like we went to an island called Ischia and um, that had like kind of more expensive food and Cinque Terre had expensive food as well. But Florence was really great and we went to this one restaurant and it was supposed to be the best pasta in Florence and they have um they have a whole menu with they truffle. have a whole truffle menu so <laughs> so I got their uh it's like their ravioli in a truffle cream sauce and it just like changed my life <laughs> so we had it when we were first in Florence and then at the end of our trip we went back to Florence because we were flying out of there and then we went there again so that I could have it again. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, it was amazing. Awesome. <laughs> what about you? Any memorable pasta um, dishes or no? Yeah, in Ischia we had... Uh, what, what? I can't remember what the sauce is called. Uh, the creamy one. Al pomodoro? No. No? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's got bacon and egg. Oh, carbonara. Carbonara, yeah. yeah. And the sauce was like a little bit closer to being a hollandaise sauce oh. that it tasted like, and it was just fucking next level. Carbonara is so good. <laughs> Whoever decided to make that a combination, they yeah, should be a saint. It. Seriously. It. <laughs> so good. Uh, so did you spend like much time hanging out on the beaches? What were the beaches like? No. No? No, we had, when we went to Ischia, uh, we went to Ischia instead of Capri. There's a, a couple of islands off of Naples, which apparently, well, we thought would have beaches, but Ischia was the one with the most beaches, the sandy beaches. We didn't want to go to like pebble beaches because nobody likes that. Like not quite as fun to hang out on. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of places where they're like, spots where people hang out on huge rocks on the coast but we just like didn't really want to do that we just wanted to hang out on the beach so on Ischia we took the bus from our side of the island and it's just like one bus route that goes one way and then there's another bus route that goes in the other direction so we just hopped on the bus and went up to the north side of the island and there was this little secluded beach it was like a little horseshoe cove kind of and Again, it's the off-season, so there was nobody there. There was maybe 12 or 15 people on the beach. And it was nice and sunny. The I, water was super cold. Yeah, freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed in the shade the whole time. I got a sunburn. Yeah, which was weird. I'm a human lobster. Yeah, super weird. <laughs> but it's there. Uh, it was. We thought it was so nice. It was like 25 degrees, and the water was pretty cold, but like, 
I dipped in every once in a while, but the locals were like all bundled up in like big coats and sweaters and scarves and hats in 25 degree weather. But I think it's because it's usually like like 35 or 40 ish. They have no idea. Yeah. Real hot there. Yeah. (laughs) They have no idea what the cold is. You can always spot the Canadians when you're Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're the ones with their shirts off. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, sweet, like 20 degrees. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, So, Venice. I feel like we should talk about Venice because. I've I've heard that Venice has a distinct smell. Oh, for sure. Very distinct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. only in some places, though. Only in some places. I think it'd be worse in the summer. Oh, yeah. Like a hot bathroom is probably what it would smell like, but. But when we were there, it was like, again, like probably like 15 or 20 degrees. And so it was just like certain spots you would walk by and you'd be like, I'm going to get out of here. That's that's that. It was just like occasionally you'd turn a corner and be like, oh, sewer stink. (laughs) Half a block away and be gone. And then you'd be walking along and you'd be like, oh, I smell some nice flowers or something. Oh, oh, pee and poo smell. Yeah. And then it'd be gone half a block later or something like that. But apparently in the summer it's much worse what we heard did mm-hmm. you guys do a gondola ride no um no. no because we went there and i thought that would be really cool yeah um but you look at the signs and to do so they do just like gondola rides and i think it's just like a couple of minutes and then they actually do like gondola tours but if you just want to do a gondola ride it's about a hundred euro huh. just for the huh. ride. <laughs> Okay. Just for the ride. For for reference, that's about 150 Canadian dollars. Yeah. That's ruthless. So we opted out of that. And they don't even like they don't even sing. They don't like play they the don't accordion sing. while they're pushing you down. Like none I of the like, things that you yeah. thought that they should do, no. except for wearing those hats. They wear the hats. <laughs> I feel and like you should be serenading. Yeah. yeah. And the, the boats, boats are really fancy nice. now. Yeah. They've like they're all like mahogany looking. They have like heart shaped chair backs and like plush cushions everywhere i'm sure it'd be an experience but yeah. for 150 dollars i don't know if that's and that the, seems a little bit yeah much. the pro tip is that for a similar like it might not seem as romantic but you can take like there's um because there's no cars anywhere they get around using the canal so there's water buses everywhere so you like it's just like a boat that can fit maybe like 20 people and then you can just ride those for a lot cheaper because that's just like their way of public transportation and they go to stops they're numbered like buses. They just like really. They have stops and schedules like buses. It was so weird. That's <laughs> kind of neat, actually. So yeah. And then for cool. the smaller canals, there's water taxis that you can take, which is just a boat that has a taxi sign on the top of it and a guy who's snoozing on the front looking for somebody to come by, and they'll take you wherever you want to go. You just say like the name of the place and hop in the boat, and I guess they'll just take you wherever you want to be. That's really cool. But like. People live and work in Venice, so the way that they would get around is you have your own boat. Like people here have cars, car, yeah. or put on your suit, go yeah, to your boat. You, you're like a poor person living in Venice, and you hop on the water bus. <laughs> <laughs> super weird. Take the, take the boat bus to work every day is super weird. Is it? It's a pretty. Is it pretty small? Like. It it's wasn't bigger as small than I thought it was. Yeah, it wasn't as small as I would have imagined. Yeah, really? it's pretty big actually. So yeah. there's like, um, there's lots of like tiny canals, but there's also like the Grand Canal, and there's like it's it's like a it's a good sized city, mm-hmm. um, but there are also a lot of, I don't know what to compare it to. It was a lot smaller than Florence, mm-hmm. 
but it's bigger than you would imagine it would huh. be. Yeah. Well, what was like the most? To, to walk from one end to the other would probably be like three hours or so. Yeah. A couple okay. Hours. So it's not it's not massive, but it's definitely not. Yeah. Tiny. Yeah. And the the thing that we had a hard time with was like we had a paper map. All of the places you go just like give you a paper map, which is usually semi helpful, but not there at all because <laughs> the the map just looks like a bunch of wet spaghetti just kind of like thrown onto the paper and like half of them are canals and half of them are walking streets and you have to like plan your trip according to where the bridges are so you've got to like follow one piece of spaghetti around and be like oh there's no bridge here and you follow the other piece of spaghetti oh, okay so I walk around to this bridge and then you follow another piece of spaghetti so it took a while to figure out how to navigate there yeah but I would get lost like, <laughs> yeah. instantly and it's all like very tiny there's no way you could even put all of the alleys and streets on a map because they're just all like tiny little like secret pathways that lead everywhere so it's really confusing to get around <laughs> they go like underneath buildings and or I should say buildings go over top of streets would be a better way to put it. It was, oh man, it was neat. Mm -hmm. They have a, their fire hall and the fire hall is on a canal and instead of fire trucks, they've got like, <laughs> they've got little numbered crannies in the wall that are like one, two, three, four, where the fire boats come out. I was just about to ask if <laughs> they have fire boats, because that's yeah. amazing. And they pump water from the canal up through the fire hose to put out fires in Venice. Did you that's see so any, cool. Did you see any police boats? Do they have police boats as well? They do. They do, yeah. yeah. They're like called, uh, speeding. <laughs> Carabonies or Carabonies or something. I yeah, I don't know what they're called, but there That's was great. definitely really bad at Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but they, were, they, they were like a marine, marine police, I guess, and we saw them a lot because most of the places we went were like on the coast, so they all had their like coast guard patrol dudes around. Did you go to any like uh, museums while you were there, or anything, or did um, you just kind of bum around? The town. In Venice, we really just we bummed around for the most part. Yeah, we went to the opera house there, and that was the only place that we really went. <laughs> and then the rest of it was just kind of wandering around. Because I feel like the best part about Venice was just like just being there. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, every, and there was every street was the city made of that water. We were looking for yeah, yeah. that's so yeah, cool. And everyone like I found like the coolest part about Italy, but like Venice in particular was that. There was always so many artists just like everywhere you went. So like you would turn a corner and there'd be like a street performer and then you'd turn another corner and there'd just be like a couple people like sketching the bridge that you're about to walk under and like everyone was always like making art somewhere, which I really loved. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really Venice, cool. They have, a, they have the university or college. Mm -hmm. And so we'd see clearly they were like art students and they'd have like their pads and their pencils and they'd just be like looking at some bridge or something and just like drawing it out with pencil and there'd be a couple of them just that's what they're doing for the day i suppose <laughs> for their art school is just drawing the beautiful city that they're going to school in <laughs> that sounds fantastic i feel like if you're gonna live in a place like venice it's probably pretty like inspirational absolutely yeah, for that type of thing Certainly. absolutely there was a mime who worked the corner uh, mm -hmm. just down the street from the bed and breakfast that we were staying at so every time we'd like leave the building, he'd be there to like kind of greet us a little bit and then like 
jokingly grill us about never giving him any money. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. So where did you guys head to after that? After Venice was Naples. Was Naples? Yeah. And your your experience there wasn't wasn't the best other than some of the food. Okay, so to be <laughs> fair, no. Naples had a super efficient metro, like inner city train line. And it was really cheap. And the food there was always good and also relatively cheap. Oh, and the coffee. And the coffee was fantastic. Mm-hmm. By coffee, we, we mean espresso. It's all espresso they drink. there, yeah. And if you ask for coffee, they'll like give you Americano. It's just what they do. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have coffee. We have Americano. We yeah. have espresso. Yeah. So, um, like, we didn't have a terrible time there, but... I mean, it's still Italy, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we saw a really cool castle while we were there, the Egg Castle. And I remember it was called the Egg Castle. That's not what it's called in Italian. It's beautiful in Italian. It's the Egg <laughs> Castle in English. <laughs> because the guy who built it, I guess, like put an egg somewhere hidden in a wall somewhere in the castle. And he was like, if this egg ever breaks, this castle's going to fall down. And they obviously never found an egg because it's probably never one there. Yeah. Man, if, <laughs> I was, could, if I was crazy and rich, I would totally do yeah. something like that. <laughs> you could just like fully walk around this castle. It was all just like stones and stuff and you just walk around it that's really cool nothing really decorating the inside of it just just plain like rock castle it was pretty pretty neat to see i've heard like the the passageways in a lot of castles can be really really small like surprisingly small because you know a lot of the people back then didn't have proper nutrition right yeah yeah Yeah. they were smaller probably did you find that like was it tight the duomo hike oh yeah, that was really... That was a little murderous. That was a little claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when we were in Florence, we did the climb up to the top of the... They have like that grand cathedral. And you can do... Which is truly so much more grand in real life than mm-hmm. if you look up pictures online of what it looks like. It's the something Duomo. If you just search like Florence Duomo on the internet, uh, it'll bring it up. And it looks like just like nice church decorated nicely with paintings and stuff on the outside but in real life it was massive it was like (laughs) as tall as a skyscraper but built out like to proportions of a normal church with a massive dome cathedral at the top of it it was incredible yeah so we did the we did the climb up to the top of the duomo and the first part is it's just a ton of stairs it's like 463 steps Um, so the first part was, it's like kind of just like climbing up like a dungeon tower or something. So you, you're just constantly going in like a very tight circle up very steep stairs is like the whole climb. And then the first part when you get up is you're still inside the cathedral and you're just at the roof of it. So you can see the artwork on the top, which is a lot of like Satan eating people. And then, <laughs> well, that sounds pleasant. You're, yeah, that Christian idea. Right, eh? so the walkway is at the rim of the dome, and then it goes up like another six stories high from there to get to the like very pinnacle of the dome, which is where we were eventually going to climb to. And the paintings all the way up, like starting at the rim, is all 
Satan eating people and like hell scenes with demons and stuff like that. And then as it gets closer to the middle, all the way around it, eventually gets up to heaven. That's so and cool. And there's like all these angels and like Jesus is looking down being like, what's up dudes, worship me. <laughs> and like, there's a bunch of people who look like they're just kind of like peeking out from heaven being like, what's up? And waving down to you. But... Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> This is pretty cool. That's really, really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then from the rim, we climbed up some more very, very claustrophobic feeling stairs in single file with our group of 40 people or whatever. Oh, was it like a, a tourist group that you went in with? Or was no, it just... No, it's, they there is a, a line, line to get in, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. we stood in line for an hour and a half or something like that, and then they just let a chunk of people through at a time when there's space available I guess and so we finally got up to the top and it's just like the tallest thing in the city so you can see the entire city of Florence around you that's so cool and it's all just exactly what you imagine when you think of like like an Italian yeah like a Tuscan cityscape it's all like brick shingle things on top like those red brick shingles that are all layered villa style on all the houses and like people have balconies on their roofs and they're just like sitting down having a glass of wine and it was just so nice because you could see the city just all the way around you in every direction surrounded by like beautiful green mountains and it was such a sunny beautiful day when we went so it was just extra nice Florence was great by bike. We we rented bikes while we were there. Mm-hmm. And you'd recommend that to everybody who goes there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, it can be, like, there's there's a lot to see in Florence, and they have the, the kind of, like, old town area of it, so you can't drive on all the streets. It's very limited. So, like, you can't really take taxis around or anything. If you were older or not inclined to walk, then it could be a little bit walking heavy for you because <laughs> we spent the first day we were there i feel like most of it just walking around before we decided to just rent, rent bikes instead yeah walking gets like really tough in italy the longer that you're there because all the roads are cobblestone mm-hmm. so it's just like pretty hard on your ankles and on your knees yeah and on your feet <laughs> like i'm sure that you hurts really think about it, but like a couple of like small rolls of your ankle while you're walking on cobblestones and it really adds up after a while oh for sure yeah so bikes were nice everyone bikes there and yeah. had like mopeds and stuff oh, that's fantastic. it was great <laughs> so after you were finished with naples from naples we went to ischia which was the island mm-hmm. and it's like about an hour ferry okay out to ischia speed ferry they go like 200 kilometers an hour. Yeah, and make you super sick. <laughs> yeah, so. that, was, that sounds that sounds kind of awesome, except for the sick thing. Yeah, it feels like it's just constantly inside. doing stunt jumps. Oh. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so once you were there, was is the town on there called Ischia? Is there multiple towns? Like I have no idea. Yeah, that's a good question. So the island is Ischia, and then I think there's just like the town that we were staying in was also called Ischia, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think though, because it was super small. It was very small. There was, there was, yeah, really like, if you wanted to ride the bus around the island, it might take an hour. Maybe. Maybe. Probably like really half hour. Really tiny. Yeah. Really, <laughs> yeah. really tiny. Yeah, it's really small. Anyways, was there anything that you experienced there that you would definitely say 
please, you know, you have to go see this if you go to Ischia. The beach we went to is really nice. Yeah, that beach yeah. was super nice. So it's just like a, a bus ride there, and then you have to hike down, and it's just a cove, and the water is like turquoise and still because it's, it's in a, like cove. a nice little cove. Yeah, and I think there's um, like a spa resort or something that mm-hmm. usually has half of the beach, but it was closed for renovations while we were there because it was the off season, so the whole beach was open. And... Sounds like you guys made the right choice in going during the off season. Yeah, yeah. frankly, I, for I sure. would recommend April for Italy. That was a great time yeah. for a Canadian to be there because oh, it's warm for us. It was yeah. a great temperature for us, and nobody wanted to be out. Yeah, because <laughs> even seems. then. Um, we skipped over that after Naples, before we went to Iske, we went to Pompeii for the day. Oh, yeah, Pompeii. Oh, dude, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I forgot about Pompeii. But the biggest thing that I think about when I think of Pompeii is that it was super busy. And it made me, like, so surprised that it was April and, like, not peak season. Because it was just, like, so many tour groups and, like, so many people with selfie sticks. And, like, <laughs> it was really, really cool, but so busy. But shoulder to shoulder packed. And yeah. Some really? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. And it's, yeah. it's, it seems like it's just constantly being upkept and renovated. So they've got like big chain link fences up on the sides of the path and like there's a lot of places that you can't go. So cuz they're excavating it still. Yeah, cuz they're still doing excavations and you know rejuvenating the paintings and whatnot. But we you could still we st- still saw most of it I feel like. It's also Pompeii was much bigger than I thought it would be. It's huge. It's um, huge. So after we realized the size of it, we went through the the map and guidebook that we that we got with our entrance tickets, uh-huh. and we flipped through the guidebook and all of the things that seemed interesting to us. We like circled them on the map, and then we just kind of figured out, oh well, we don't have to go to this area at all. We don't have to go to this area at all, and we were there for three or four hours probably, just walking around and looking at ruins, but. There was a lot of that that we felt like we didn't totally need to see. Yeah, the, uh, I, I thought the weirdest part about Pompeii is that what you're looking at as a tourist is like the excavation site, but people still live like in Pompeii. Really? Yeah, there's like a whole town that. outside of it. And then when you're on the train line, like from Naples to Pompeii, you pass like all of the other small towns that are like that are nestled on Vesuvius. Like on the on the volcano, yeah. so it's just really weird. Like there's still so many people that live there, and like the government is like constantly like reminding people that like we never know when it could happen again. <laughs> so <laughs> if you could be careful, yeah. we had we saw this happen once. It's exploded three or four times yeah. in the history that we know about. Yeah, so. <laughs> I actually didn't even know that Pompeii had been buried twice. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. so it was like it, it was, was buried, buried and, and then they started then... excavating it and then Vesuvius <laughs> erupted again and then they had to excavate uh, it again. Oh crap, we gotta do this <laughs> and again. Then during the third excavation there was a minor eruption, I'm pretty sure, that left an ash layer over top of it while they were excavating it, obviously. So they're just like fighting an uphill battle against this <laughs> force of nature yeah, letter. Yeah. Maybe just maybe just leave it be. Yeah. yeah. At this point, me, maybe just leave it be. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel if, like you're gonna live near a volcano, you should like expect something like that yeah. happen, yeah. like or not be surprised when your house gets burned down by lava. Like. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was it wasn't quite as I was expecting because you look at it on a map and there's Naples and then Pompeii and Vesuvius and it looks like they would be just like separate things but Naples city is different from like the transmetropolitan area of Naples which expands all the way to Pompeii and like around the base of Vesuvius it's just like a constant city all the way between like them. Like sort of the greater Naples area, yeah. right? Yeah. Huh. That's really interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. After, what was the name of the island? Ischia. 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 I'm going to remember that. Um, <laughs> wow, that was such a nice place to hang out also. I'm sure it was super we, relaxing. We were, for, we were there for three days, I think, because mm -hmm. it was just like nice little beach town and the people who lived there seemed to be super nice and all the restaurants we went to were pretty good and... It's just a nice, relaxed place to hang out. Huh. I've heard that everybody in Italy is very well-dressed. Mm. Is that true? Or is that just a like a stupid rumor? In the north, they're really well-dressed, or uh -huh. more so. I actually thought people in Amsterdam were better dressed than the Italians were. But um, I, when I was reading the guidebook, it was talking about how there's like there's always been some tension between the north and south of Italy which I never really knew before and the north is more well known for being like the sophisticated uh, more progressive more progressive side of Italy and then the south is supposed to be more like the Virginia Louisiana yeah. <laughs> yeah and so it's also the south where you'll have more trouble communicating with people if you only speak English as well because there's just a bit more of a language barrier in the south yeah, we whereas in the north everyone spoke English yeah, and everyone south, was very we posh and well dressed people who and... just like didn't speak English at all huh. yeah because it's it's Florence which is fine like obviously we're in their country yeah that's bound, yeah. That's bound to be expected yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Florence and and, like Rome is kind of in the center but it's it's a bit more north and Venice and Milan that are all in the north and then so it's all just like what you think of when you think of Italy like posh Italy yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah that's the north of Italy and the south is all just like beachy like super hot that's yeah well, that sounds like the place less to be. progressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like beachy and super hot yeah. yeah well if you also like uh trash everywhere and feeling like you're gonna get stabbed naples is a pretty cool place yeah. really yeah. i definitely considering going there yeah. great. Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> stabbing's favorite activity it had sure. like a genuinely third world vibe to it if you really the wrong street sometimes yeah yeah i kind of felt like we were in vietnam sometimes yeah. like some of those weird streets a couple of them yeah yeah like people holding babies that are crying and like don't look like they've ever worn a shirt in their life and like tarps over windows and people just like sitting on a motorcycle like they're just waiting for something to do yeah. <laughs> really yeah but you do read that about italy like or about naples the biggest thing about naples is that you go there and you either like love it or you hate it yeah. so it's mm. I, yeah. it sounds like the place to be if you're into like nightlife and uh, just like really really urban environments maybe mm -hmm. not our thing mm -hmm. well i mean like you can get that here right yeah, yeah like, for sure you, you won't you go pl other places to 
experience the culture. Yeah, of that yeah, it's not exactly. Like, I feel like nightlife in most places is pretty similar. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. You go to a club and you dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my 19-year-old self would disagree with you, but yeah. my current self does not at all. Yeah. <laughs> my current self likes pizza and gelato and uh, walking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was the gelato amazing? Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. oh, yeah. oh it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. What'd you guys go to after Iskia? Went back to Florence. I was, yeah, back to Florence. And then you left from there? Or? Yeah, so we were just, we were back in Florence for, I think it was one full day. And we hung out in, like, the Boboli Gardens. It's just this, like, huge, a huge garden, um, which was really nice. Yeah, it's like the, there's a palace, and then behind the palace is beautiful garden with marble statues and like well landscapes and apparently kept very well as it was back in the day when like you know Roman emperors would come through and want a day in the garden <laughs> sounds very yeah, royal pretty neat. <laughs> well, that sounds really cool they had these weird like huge marble bathtubs just yeah. out just like out on the lawn, it seemed like. <laughs> and it would be like on a little pedestal, but it would be like you could fit 20 people, like 20 naked people in this huge marble bathtub. And they weren't especially ornate or anything. They were just like big marble bathtubs. And it was really weird. There was one we could get a vantage point from above, and it was just like beer cans and it's where like the Roman emperors got their hot tub on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, top three places in Italy that you went to? Uh, Cinque Terre was great. Cinque Terre. And even in, um, yeah, <laughs> even a, actually in November of this year, they're closing down like all the hiking trails in Cinque Terre. So it was for um, forever. Yeah, forever. Because yeah. well, it's actually, that makes me sad. Yeah, well, to it tourists, like because obviously they, they still need to be used by the locals. Yeah, so that they can tend their crops and it goes through farmland, which is why. Uh, so they all go through farmland, yeah. and you can tell when you pass like lemon trees on the side of the path. There's no lemons growing on the side that the path is because obviously every dickhead who walks by just grabs one. Oh, I want a lemon, lemon. Yeah. yeah. And even just from like the amount of people, so like because it's all just like stone steps, they're just starting to like wear down and and get even like smaller and less safe. So, um, so yeah, they're closing those down for good but you can still get from town to town with the train okay but the paths are so nice like the hiking as hard as it was was like the best part yeah, of the trip truly. probably man all i ever do is complain about it but it was really it was i'm sure it was amazing yeah um and then luca was my second favorite place um it just seemed like said like i did not expect to love it as much as i did but it was just like this very like quaint adorable little town that was just like very quiet and like a sweet place to be. Um, where was yours? What was the? What would be the third place? Mm, I did really like Venice. Yeah, I loved Venice too. Venice would probably be the third. But I also really liked Ischia. Yeah, but I think it's just like any island. I think it's though. just because it's like yeah, exactly. We just like it's, beach it's an time. island. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love like beach towns. They're always yeah. they're always like in my favorite zone. Yeah, so they're like slower, more relaxed. But yeah, for like real Italian experience, beach time aside, <laughs> it would be Venice. Yeah, yeah Venice really? for sure. So you recommend actually, it? I would say 
even though it's not in Italy, I would put Amsterdam in my top three. Because huh. mm-hmm. I genuinely loved Amsterdam. It was just, it was beautiful. And it also had canals, but it didn't smell like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty big selling point, I yeah. gotta say. Amsterdam so. had the coolest uh, bike system. So when you, get off the, when you get off the train at Amsterdam Central Station or whatever, and you come out through the tunnel, they've got this parkade, and it's two or three stories, but it looks just like a little bit mini, and it's because it's full of bikes, just like side-by-side bikes filling an entire parkade that could like hold cars. And the bikes, the bike roads, they have like the main road for cars that goes throughout the city, and it's just kind of two two lanes like each direction and then on each side of the road they have these bike paths which function like roads themselves so like if you're on the right side then you stay in the right lane of the bike path on the right side and then if people are passing you they come on the left lane and like go past you and then come back into the right lane at least there's a system yeah and they've got like they've got traffic signals for bikes and cars and pedestrians both yield to bikes Really? Yeah. Yeah, the majority of people bike when you're there. It's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like how traffic is here, but everyone is biking. And then every bridge that you cross and every like railing that you see is just covered in locked up bikes. Yeah, really? Bikes yeah, they're everywhere. everywhere. That's awesome. So, yeah. so you guys spent quite a while there after you flew out of Florence, mm-hmm. right? You spent there uh, 24 hours or so? Yeah, yeah we had a like, full day, day on our way day, there yeah. and on our way back. Okay. Yeah. So what'd you do on your way back? We just biked around all day, actually. Kind we, of like, explored. Yeah, we stumbled upon this carnival while we were there, which was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just like a street carnival with yeah. a Ferris wheel and a little roller coaster and stuff. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. So we just rented bikes, and we I don't we didn't even go anywhere in particular. We just we just biked around. Huh. Originally, on our way there, actually, we went to the Van Gogh Museum. That was really cool. I'm sure that was really neat. Yeah, yeah. and we we tried to go to the Anne Frank House. Um, we thought we'd our, just stop in. Yeah, so we walked by on our... <laughs> it won't be busy. Yeah, so on our on our way there, our first day in Amsterdam, we, like, walked by it, and there was, like, a huge line that, like, circled the block. So we were like, you know what, we'll just buy tickets and then go on our way back, uh, back home. And when we went to buy tickets, they were actually sold out for, like, the next three months. So oh. we just, yeah. Okay. So there's no just, like, stopping <laughs> in no there. There's no downtime no. for no. the Anne there's, there's no, no stopping in. They've got the tickets ahead of time yeah. planned out in like you gotta get on the slots. wait list yeah. oh yeah. wow so we just we couldn't go at all so we just didn't do that yeah I heard you guys made your way to the red light district we did how was that it was so interesting I like I had never even like looked up pictures or anything before so I had no idea what to expect and I thought it was gonna be more of like a spectacle like more of like a Vegas like big bay windows with like flashing lights and girls everywhere yeah that's what i would have expected for sure but really what it is is we just stumbled upon it because it looks like every other alley or road that you're walking down except for you'll look to your right and i was like like startled for a minute because we didn't know that we were there yet but then there was just like you'll walk by and there's like a shopping window except for when you look in it's like a sink in the corner and then a big bed in the middle and that's all that there is in the room and then at the door 
is just like a naked woman and then you'll walk down the alleyway and it's just the same thing over it so it's like a shop window with a bed inside if the curtain is closed then the room is occupied no joy yeah uh -huh. but then if the if the if the window is open then there's just going to be like a naked girl at the door and sometimes there would be like a couple girls like in the window or something and even like you would walk by and some of them would just be like texting and just like waiting for something to happen just hanging out. i very yeah. distinctly remember <laughs> as she was sitting she was like cross-legged on a stool and she had these like pasties on her nipples mm -hmm. <laughs> and she was just like sitting there nonchalantly just like texting on her phone she like the stool was in the in the open doorway to her room to like come and pay to have sex with her and she was just like sitting there with pasties on her nipples, just like texting Man, somebody. Man, today's like, so slow. Through, like, Tumblr or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was strange because it's not. It's it's a lot more widespread than I thought. I thought it was me like one or two streets. And when I thought we were out of it, there was like a restaurant to the right and a store to the left, and then just a little further down was like another naked girl in her window. So it was just like kind of like like a district. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. tucked in between mm. like shops and restaurants is just like these rooms where you can pay to have sex with these women. And it was the, really interesting. The road that we the road that we initially stumbled upon it from was just like a bunch of bong shops and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Advertising various kinds of mushrooms that you can buy there. <laughs> yeah. I would have. You're right. I totally would have expected it to be a little bit more of like a a spectacle, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, like people standing in the windows, like dancing. Or Big something. band music playing. <laughs> you know, no, just a quiet street. Clearly, <laughs> they've all been at it for a while. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> They're probably sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just business as usual. Yeah. Everybody's just going to work that day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. You didn't have much time there, but uh, what was the best food that you had in Amsterdam? You probably only had like two meals, but... I don't think we ate in really? Amsterdam. I honestly don't think we did either. We stopped in this one place that was like a waffle house. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, that was that, the Is that only... a good tone or a bad it tone? It was excellent. Oh, oh. It, was, it was great. Mm -hmm. I also... Um, we got like the heaviest dose strain that we could find while we were there on the way back. And I had just like... Well, neither of us had smoked any weed at all for the month or three weeks or whatever while we were in Italy. So it just, we both got real, real extra toasty. And then while we were wandering around, found this like godsend of a waffle house. <laughs> <laughs> Lights shining they down had on pizza, it. Pizza, and they had brownies, and they had corn dogs, and they had just like straight up butter and syrup waffles. and. They just had everything that I wanted right at that moment, <laughs> and I ate it all, and you must have been so embarrassed. I just didn't even think about it until we were on the airplane leaving. <laughs> like, oh, man, everyone in there must have thought I was such a fucking fat American. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I just smoked a doobie. Yeah. Now I want to eat everything. <laughs> I think that was the only place that we ate in Amsterdam, though, because the rest of it, we were just, like, so preoccupied. Yeah, it was, it was just really yeah. such a beautiful place to be. Yeah, we ate a lot at the Amsterdam airport, so... Mm. <laughs> Yay. Also got a nice, uh, most of a nice night's sleep at the Amsterdam airport. Mm-hmm. To avoid paying for a hotel one more night. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. I'm sure the, the trip was pretty expensive by the end of it. How much did it like finally run for both of you? It was actually exactly what we budgeted for. So we checked the backpacker index before we left. 
and although I felt when we were there that everything was more expensive than we anticipated, like even the hostels were just like um, so expensive. Like how we expensive is so cheaper. expensive? Uh, well, because because when you when you pay for like a do- like a a bed in a dorm room in a hostel, you pay per bed. So I think it it was like about forty five or fifty euro per bed. Oh wow! Which is like which was like on not the cheapest end, but like maybe like kind of but mid. still on the like cheaper end, yeah. Um, and we ended up just getting private rooms because if you had to pay per bed, then we'd have to pay like a hundred euro. Yeah. But that's about how much the private rooms were. Um, but I think sharing a bed. Yeah, but (laughs) but it was overall, (laughs) overall the hostels and hotels were like the most expensive part. Um, but we, I think we budgeted for about like 2,800 Canadian dollars over three weeks. And that's almost exactly what we spent. Well, that's not too bad at all. No, it's not bad at all. It really wasn't that bad. And I, I felt like we were overspending. For, but for three weeks in Italy, that's pretty good. And that's not including the flight. But, yeah, and I don't yeah. feel like we we really held back on things that we wanted to do. Or so we could have gone cheaper, for sure. We definitely could have gone cheaper. Like, if we didn't find places to stay that were in good locations, which, like, obviously Alex is a travel genius and realized that good locations save us a lot of vacation time. So we could have stayed on like the outskirts of town or whatever and probably gone a little bit cheaper in that regard. Yeah, or even looked into like other forms of transportation. We didn't have to take trains everywhere. There's like buses that are a bit cheaper, but just more time consuming. And And we also could have like gone to grocery shops and cooked our own food. A lot of the places gave us options to like cook food, which would have saved us a bunch of money. But... We wanted the You're in Italy. Italian You don't want to eat day. like ramen noodles in Italy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we yeah. breakfast because it was a waste of space yeah. that could be occupied <laughs> by pizza. Yeah. But it really like that amount of money for three weeks was super affordable. Like it wasn't bad at all. No kidding. Yeah. Well it sounds like it was a fantastic time. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely. Such a great time. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, I think uh that is going to be it for this one. Thank you guys very much for sharing about your trip. Thanks, it was for, thanks for having us. us. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll see everybody next time. Bye. Bye.